Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. And welcome in to a special home edition of Snaps. Uh, I am one of your hosts, T Bob Abier. This is Snaps, your favorite daily college football podcast. I'm joined as always by Aaron Murray. Uh, as you can see, unfortunately, at this point in my life, my home does not have an office filled with rich mahogany lined with books mm. and helmets and whatnot. So I am here. In the middle of my room, in which we have a couple computers, it's also the living room, it's also the kitchen, you know, just an open floor concept, okay? So that's what we're doing on today's show. Aaron, what's up, man? How you feeling today? Uh, are you on the toilet? Is it the bathroom? I mean, is it no, all, not that open. All, all one room is everything yeah. you could possibly want. Yeah. Uh, it does have a little bit of that. So like we against one wall, we just custom put a giant piece of wood and we have two computers, one for each of us set up on here. We got the kitchen over here. You can see kind of the backyard over here. And then we go deep into the living room. Um, and all my three kids are home. So, you know, who knows what's going to go down Ooh, on today's show. Nice. Uh, we love you, though. Thank you for hanging out. What's up, Keith? What's up, Greg? What's up, everybody? Um, we got a lot to get to today as uh, Cliff Kingsbury has returned from Thailand. Ooh. And is immediately, um, you know, we gave him all this credit for being a normal person, right? Somebody who would go and enjoy that money. And Cliff said, not so fast. I'm obsessed with football. I am very much the coaching oh. weirdo that you thought that I was not. Uh, but we'll 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 we'll, 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 we'll get to. I know. Where, I think. I think. I know what you're gonna say. We'll get to it. Um, we're gonna look at the Big Twelve coaches rankings as they're absolutely right. Steve Sarkeesian barely cracking the top ten. Can't wait to chop that up. Uh, and then we'll look at um, you know some there's 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 a really dumb tweet of a girl who was in her feels and tweeted, "I miss him." And now it's been viewed like 
over 50 million times. And it's because everybody just keeps quote tweeting it with sports figures uh, that they desperately miss from their personal life. So you can go ahead and put your chat, yours in the chat, who do you miss? And uh, we'll just take a little nostalgic trip down mm. memory lane. Uh, sorry, last thing as always, hit the like button, subscribe to the volume. Thank you to the volume for having us. Aaron Murray, uh, how we feeling today, dude? Uh, anything? I'm a little distressed. Top of mind before you go, Cliff. Yeah, what you got? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I'm a little bit. Uh, I'm a little bit nervous. You know, I've been you know fat and cocky, and you know, kind of feeling myself back to back national sure. champs. You know, nothing can go wrong. All is well in the world. And then all of a sudden today, Q. You know, what's about who we miss? I already miss him. Q. Uga. Mm. Q is Uga. Uga is Q. Retired today at the age of 10, <laughs> the greatest Wait. mascot in Georgia history, two-time national champ, two-time SEC champ, like a 91-18 and 18 record, something like that. Wow. And uh, he's moving on. He's going to uh, the doggy farmland to enjoy the rest of his days eating McDonald's and Burger King um, at 10 years old. And in comes nine-month-old, boom, new Uga in the house will get announced this weekend what's it? Wait, during what's G-Day. What's Boo. his name? Boo. Oh, I thought, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were just like really excited for him. <clears throat> his no, no, name I'm not is excited. Boom. You're not, not excited, excited for it. Well, well, then why are we no. now? I'm confused because I thought you started this saying you're excited about the Switch. No, 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 no. I'm not excited about this. Well, no, I never said I was excited about the Switch. I said I'm nervous about the Switch because oh. you're back to back national champs. Yeah. I need everyone on board as we get ready yeah. for the three peat. And then the mascot decides that he's going to leave when all is well and dandy and doesn't really, you know, I don't know if he's been at practice and he kind of saw that things weren't looking as good as they were last year and decides, you know, I'm going to leave on top. I don't know. I'm a little bit, it's not a good sign. I'll tell you that T-Bob. It's not a good sign that the winningest dog decides to leave right now. Uh, yeah. I mean, Q, what do you, well, I mean, look, how's he going to stoke conspiratorial uh, conspiracy theories on the internet if he's got to spend all day cheer for football. Uh, I'm not sure if you understand that, Aaron. I'm, I'm accusing the Georgia mascot of being the legendary Q behind the QAnon movement. Uh, Bro, maybe that's more in your alley now that you could not be more in, could not be more in my alley. I, I know, I know uh, Georgia was going into the storm, but you know, here yep. we are. Yep. Hey, it's a red state, you know, and well, it's a uh, red state. Gets a it was a red state before, you know, the mystery voters came in, but let's not yeah. do that on this podcast with. Mm. How about this? How about, how about this, Aaron? Uh, instead of, uh, okay, hold on. Here we go. Here's a joke. Boom. More like boom. Cause, cause George you think he'll is going to lose. You think he'll get booed uh, no. in Sanford on no. Saturday? Oh, Hell no. Hell no. Again, this is when I Booing wish- Booing a dog the- mascot would be similar to like the Eagles fans, like throwing snowballs at Santa. <laughs> it, would la- it, would, it would like stay with them forever. Like, I mean, is this not a concern though, boys? We're I'm a very superstitious no. human being. And I mean, I'm looking at pictures of good old Q right now. And um, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I am a little bit nervous right now. Like, I don't know if I'm going to put some money on the dogs to win the national championship all of a sudden. I, I would love nothing more- than if Georgia would not win the national championship and a serious portion of Georgia fans would blame uh you don't think that would happen? puppy mascot. No, you don't I mean think that maybe would happen? I, 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 that, I actually, know that will happen. I actually don't think so. But as I say that, Greg Hendricks in the chat says hopes it doesn't jinx us. So I, I don't know. I guess uh I guess maybe it potentially could. Um 
Uh, yeah, I mean, look, Q, he, he went out on top, you know? He didn't want to go the Michael Jordan route. He didn't want to go play for the Wizards. He said, I'm walking off of here a uh, a champ. Uh, Keaton says, great thumbnail today. So Cliff Kingsbury has been photoshopped on Aragorn's head in today's thumbnail. But I'm going to go with Darth Janus, okay, in the chat. He says, Aragorn greater than Kingsbury. And let's let's um, let's um be very clear that that is a stance that I, I feel. Um, and this thumbnail is appropriate because it's kind of representative of what has been Cliff Kingsbury's entire career, which is not really producing, but getting great jobs, being overrated and being overpaid. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, according to Tom Pelissero, um, oh God, uh, Bruce Feldman and others, uh, Cliff's Kingsbury is going to join Lincoln Riley at USC to work with quarterbacks. Now he'll be, an, he'll be a senior offensive analyst, right? They already have a quarterback coach. He's not going to be the actual quarterback coach. He can still help out and everything. And now analysts can be more involved whatever, whatever. But the thing that stands out to me is from uh, a tweet from Warren Sharp, who does Sharp football. Very good follow. Uh, He says, great move for Cliff. Kingsbury head coaching record today. In the NFL, he was 28-38-1, including 0-1 in the playoffs. And the NCAA, he was 35-40. and And the Big 12 alone, he was 19-35. and And then the most damning and funniest of all, with Patrick Mahomes, who was 13 and 16. Uh, uh-huh. I'm guessing that's a Big 12 only record right there, but I'm not 100% sure. So, like, Cliff Kingsbury had the greatest quarterback that we've ever seen play football and could not even achieve a winning record of them. And yet, he's become an NFL head coach. Uh, he was lined up to be USC's offensive coordinator at that time and he became the head coach. Uh, he, well, hell, he became the NFL head coach after being fired at Texas Tech. And now he lands on his feet after being fired in the NFL with a very cushy analyst gig oh, yeah. in Los Angeles. Who's the bigger fraud? Him or your boy, hmm. Christopher, Cristobal? Like, uh-huh, you, almost said of, you almost said it. Yeah, you almost did, said it. You almost said You have it so ingrained <laughs> in my head of saying Christopher that I can't even pronounce his damn name correctly. Who's yes. the bigger fraud? Cristobal? Or Kingsbury in your mind, um, because they both keep getting jobs. I'm yeah. a little bit more in favor of, of of Mario, but Cliff keeps getting jobs that he damn well sure doesn't deserve. Maybe this one he does because he is pretty good at offense. He's pretty good at developing quarterbacks. Um, but like, so okay, so bigger how do you get fraud. The job? That's what I was say. Bigger fraud has to be Kingsbury simply because he got yes. an NFL head coaching job. Yeah after getting fired at Texas Tech. Like, that does not happen. Now, if we want to look at um, what are the fraudulent common denominators here, uh, they're both young, they're both very good-looking, and I'm sure Mm -hmm. when they enter a room, they have a sort of charisma to them, an energy, an alpha sort of youth and confidence that just kills it in these sort of interviews. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to be a fraud if you're not really good-looking, right? And, and, and that's, I mean, you, you, you have kind of a con man type of vibe, Aaron. I'm sure that like convincing the Arizona Cardinals to hire you their head coach and betting as many women as you did in college are not like wholly dissimilar skill sets, right? Like, like, what do you, like, what do you, I'm saying, what are you selling? What are you Don't selling? You put this evil, 
Don't you start putting evil on me. Don't you just start wrapping this around. If you had some things you got to get off your chest, T-Bob, you just got to let me know. What are you doing No, dude. My point is I don't know how to pick up women. I never have. I just imagine that the same way Uh, that I'm convincing uh, Cardinals ownership that I should be head man, Mm -hmm. you're convincing, um, you know, some some young woman your age that uh, I think we would have a really good time together if you would hire me for the night. Yes, just hire me for the night. You'll be good to go. I, I I was not shocked when when he was let go from the Cardinals. Obviously, did not see that thing lasting very long. There's a couple of moments here, or there, like okay, the offense looked okay, but I think this for him. And go uh, go back to what you said about him being smart first, because I think that's something I want to hit on real quick as well. He, I think he kind of had to take a job. You know, we were all laughing. He bought a one way mm. ticket to Thailand. He's with this beautiful. Instagram model that he probably fraudulently convinced to fly halfway across the world with. <laughs> good interview. The world with, I guess. And yeah, he interviewed well and, and good for him. <laughs> probably had a hell of a time. I think there's something in the contract that he has to look for work. Uh, I don't know if that means coaching. I don't know if that can have included possibly as an analyst on some TV network. I don't know. But mm. I don't think there's a better job in America than being a quality control, quality control coach for the Heisman Trophy winner the best quarterback I've, I've seen in maybe the past five to seven years. You That's don't have to recruit. You just kind of got to sit there and say, hey, listen, I was here for another great quarterback and I helped take him to possibly another level. Then all of a sudden, that's another check mark on his, on his book. So he got, he's got Case Keenum, who killed it at Houston. He's got Johnny Menzel in 2012. And yep. he's got Patrick Mahomes. And now all of a sudden, you can say, I was a part of the, the, the coaching staff that helped Patrick Mahomes possibly win a second Heisman and was the first pick in the NFL draft. So this is how he continues to get jobs because the resume is pretty damn good and it's really good at the most important position, which is the quarterback position. There's not a lot of guys that have a resume like his that says, I can produce quarterbacks. Look at here. Well, and to be fair, that is how he, yeah, that's how he got the Cardinals job originally as yeah. well, right? Like that was in the that was in the air at that time. Everybody wanted to hire the quarterback whisperer, and he was viewed to be that. Yeah. Uh, at the end, there you said Patrick Mahomes win a second Heisman. I, I know you meant Caleb Williams, but we'll just yeah, uh, Caleb Williams. Yep. Yeah, yeah, change it for the record there. Um, I got a question. When you say across the world, is that actually because I've never thought about this? So you said this now. Is that actually halfway around the world? Or if you go across the world, are you arriving back at where you started? Uh, Brum, feel free to weigh in here if, if you have any opinion is, on this matter. But I feel like it's more than halfway around the world. Thailand. Across the world. Right? Across the uh, world. I, well, that doesn't matter. Let's not get married to Thailand. I, I'm just more talking about general conversational rules here. If I tell you I'm going across the world, do you think – yeah, you, you think I've gone halfway around, right? So if I say I'm no. going halfway across the world – or, 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 or halfway around the then, world. Then, then you've really only gone. Yeah. If you've gone halfway around the world, is that the same thing? I, whatever. It doesn't matter. Sorry. I'm, I'm getting lost in my own um, conversational topics. Um, Light Dog says, has Kingsbury ever won anywhere at anything besides hot women? He was very good at winning at the beginning of NFL seasons. The Cardinals would always jump out and dominate early on. And then um, they were just completely fall apart late. So I, I would I would say uh, that's maybe where else he was good. Um, anything else on – oh, oh, and I should say this, Aaron. As much as we were like, I, oh, Kevin, does this give, no, does this give, do you think – I don't know where your thoughts were on USC. We kind of talked about 
this and when we were talking about quarterbacks yesterday, I, I would love to get your thought on this and, and I'll, I'll kind of react to it a little bit. USC is a, 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 one of the favorites to win the Pac-12. When you return a guy like Caleb, you're going to be up there. It's a good team. Yeah. You know, We all know the issues on defense. They gave up over 29 points per game, 420 yards per game. They weren't really good. The only thing that saved them was the fact that they somehow got a ton of interceptions. Just one of those years where the ball just kind of found their guys on defense. Does bringing in him change your mind about where this mm. team can be this year? Does it move the um, needle for you at USC possibly – if you didn't have them winning the Pac-12, does this help their chance of winning the Pac-12? Okay, you raise a very good point. And I'm going to say uh, no, because at a certain point, you get kind of a law of diminishing returns, right? Like, if the offense is already going to be great and Caleb Williams is already going to be great, maybe they get a bit greater. But does that translate into wins and losses? Maybe one more win? You know, if I want to be really generous, it's hard to feel like Cliff Kingsbury is going to unlock someone who just won the Heisman last year. Like, I don't know what you could possibly do to get that much better. But but the other thing I do want to fight against is I saw a lot of, like, eye-rolling, like, hey, Cliff Kingsbury, yeah, that's going to help with the defense. Okay, well, guys, the, the two things are mutually exclusive, right? Like, you bring in Cliff Kingsbury because he makes you a couple percentage points better. It may not be as drastic as bringing in some sort of hot shot defensive mind uh, because you have less room to improve, right? So again, law of diminishing returns, but you can still go hire a defensive guy, right? It's not like Lincoln Riley has to sit just, there and be like, I'm so bad at defense, guess I can't hire this talented offensive guy that wants to come work with me. Like, no, no, no. USC has the resources, hire Cliff, and then if you want to bring in more defensive minds or somebody good pops up in your radar, go hire that guy as well. And you can like, like I, I just, I, I kind of reject the notion or, or the, the criticism that I see, because I think it's just a bit of a, uh, it's, it's, I get what it's you're like saying, a, but I, saw, but, I, I, but my, my problem is to go against that is it shows you where the focus is to me a little bit. Like there's yeah. still the, the thought, I still think that there's the thought of we can make this offense so good. We have Caleb. If we can just get a little bit even more from him this year, which you know we talked about that yesterday, so if you didn't get that, go back, watch it. Kind of broke down in one area that I do think Caleb can get better next season. If you do make him better, you know, two of their games they lost by were, what, by uh, one point in the bowl game and one point versus Utah in the middle of the season. So, yeah, yeah I mean, one more one more win maybe puts you into the playoff uh, discussion possibly. So um, it would have knocked Utah out of the Pac-12 championship. You wouldn't have to play them again in the second time and then essentially get their butt whoops there uh, in, that, in that conference championship game. The question to me is, where is the focus? Are you focusing still on your side of the football, your strengths, and, and focusing on getting that better and not making adjustments on defense, not getting a new defensive coordinator, not bringing in more guys to, to the portal? They brought some guys in the portal, but really going hard and saying, we got our pieces on this side. Let me give 100% of attention to the defense side of the football. So I don't, to me, Aaron, I still think his mindset is our offense will be good enough to overcome everything on defense, which has always been like that. Uh, well, I mean, okay. So I, I, I don't think it's where his focus is as much as it's where the availability was. As I said, Cliff Kingsbury was available uh show me yeah. the defensive equivalent that is unsigned out there right like show me the great nfl mind that's a former head coach and i'm sure there are some older guys that maybe you could kick the doors on yeah. like is monty kiffin still in the nfl i don't know uh but like Monty kiffin's <laughs> not coaching <laughs> <laughs> i don't know right 
I thought Let Monty Kiffin was like a vampire. I just thought Monty Kiffin could continue to oh coach like for time just forever. Like, Monty just has to be like in his eighties, nineties by now. Yeah, bro. He was like a he was like DC with wasn't he just a defensive coordinator in his seventies? Like it's not that. Anyway, the point is, show He's me the equivalent defensive. He's eighty three uh, years old. Work out, Monty Kiffin, legend. But show me the the equivalent defensive guy, and I'll get mad at Cliff for not hiring him or at least not kicking those tires because uh excuse me mad at riley because the bottom line if cliff kingsbury's there again i think it's just a if you have the money it's a solid name to add to the squad and, and so oh yeah I'm in terms of so in terms of where the focus is though i think yeah for sure a lincoln riley team is always going to beat billy built offense first uh, they've gotten better body wise defensively, right? We mentioned we went did a show a few weeks back where we went through all the additions. They're all like all conference sort of guys uh, that they've added. And look, I I actually take I take Lincoln at face value when he talks about his belief in Alex Grinch. I think he felt yeah. like Alex Grinch had Oklahoma's defense on the right path um before before they left you give me an eyebrow but like if you go look at the numbers oklahoma did get I, I drastically look at the numbers. better i want to see this I, check I the numbers first check the uh, tape why, 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 the film. Why, why go back to to our good old cfp stats to kind of look at what 2021 oh, best site in the like world is it not dude again for oklahoma uh, Oklahoma in 2021 was given up 26 points per game in 2020 they were giving up 20 1.7 points per game. So that kind of, to me, looks like they're going in the opposite direction. But when did he take over? I thought he took over in 18 or 19. We're, in 2021, we're, Oklahoma was giving up 390 yards per game. In 2020, the year before, they're giving up 350 yards per game. So from 20 to 21, they definitely were not on the right direction. Oh, and by the way, Monty Kiffin is an analyst for Ole Miss. See, there you go. Can't do it, dude. Can't can't get him out of there. Otherwise, he'd be in L.A. right now with Cliff. Um, okay, I, I will have to. I seem to remember Alex Grinch as having improved in his years at Oklahoma. There, even if there was a minor step back in the end. Um, I will do some in between show research before tomorrow to see if I could support this point and prove myself correct. But I do think still uh, that Lincoln Riley believes in Grinch. Otherwise, oh, he would yeah, have brought him over and he would not have stayed with him. He knows that everything rides on USC showing uh, defensive improvement. And, um, well, I, you know, I, I don't know that I have any faith that they will. But to me, the problem wasn't scheme last year. Um, the problem was simply the bodies. I mean, we mentioned it. They looked like high school kids out there. It was yeah. sad. At times, what that USC front seven looked like compared to the, some of their opponents. Like, where were they good? In the secondary. Where they had their best defensive players? In the secondary. Imagine that. It's very funny how that works out. So I think they've got well, 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 Because all the, the damn seven-on-seven seven stuff going on in, in California. Yeah. They don't want to get – Tell them. They don't want to line up and play 11-on-11. 11 11. They want to go out there in the, in the beach and play a little touch football. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Exactly. Piece. I was about to say fucking Top Gun 2 out here playing. What they call it, Brum? Did yeah. they call it Blitzball or something? Dogfight football. Uh, is that literally what they yes, called it? it? Wow, what a movie. Just an incredible movie. Mm. Top Gun 2. Yeah, I was, I was literally anxious. I was anxious the entire movie waiting for that scene because I was waiting for Sharon like perk up. And I was like, yeah. like literally was waiting for it. Just like uh, I mean the slow mo. As I'm sitting there eating ice shot. cream, I'm just eating ice cream and these. Shut up! No one, Aaron. Shut up! 
You have abs. No one's buying this crap. Okay. No one, I like, no one feels bad for you compared to Miles Teller. Okay. Y'all have the same body essentially. Like if you uh, were in Hollywood and you had to tone up, you easily, easily oh, hundred percent. Get the hell out of here. Get the hell. But out I got I got I, I. But too bad I have to Look do radio for five hours a day. Radio for Look five at this hours. Face. First off, the face has nothing to do with the body. If you want the tone up, you could too. I don't want to hear excuses. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I was thinking about this today. I look at all these old NFL linemen and they come out here like, did you see Russell Okung? Yeah. Do you see what him? He's shredded. He's at one eighty. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying, dude. These yeah, guys no are just different, man. Yeah, you're right. They're not different than the normal human. It's not like they're like six, seven, three fifty, played in the league for like 12, 15 years. You know, just your average show. <laughs> there are abs somewhere on you, T Bob. It's just more of can we find them to reveal <laughs> them to the public? <laughs> I I I I got I got I got a little bit of top ab definition. Like if I could wear like a uh, like a 19, you know, like you see, um, you look at like an old circus and you see the strong man from like the 20s and the strong man yep. has that high-waisted pants. I do great in high-waisted pants. Girls wear that all like, the time. That's what I'm Girls saying. If it was yeah. acceptable yeah. in men, I I'm talking about Thanks going up men. multiple rating points because yes. that handles my problem area, right? The love handles yeah. and the belly fat. All of a sudden, my top abs, like the top four look pretty damn good. Dude. I mean, we're getting close. We to should just get, we point. should just go get um the, what's the, the body fat freezing. What is that called? We should get. Sponsored. Oh, oh, cold sculpting. Yeah, bro. Yeah, get a cold sponsor by cold. I've been wanting to do that. Get actually, a, that'd be great. Yeah. Cold snapsting. There's got to be a well, something. Cold um, snapsting. Brum, that was awful. I want you to mute your mic for the rest of the show until yeah, I call I, I'm you. Like you're do not. 10 and I'll be back. Go do ten push-ups and then come back. <laughs> uh, Tn, hey, Tn, first time I've ever seen the stream. Oh, welcome, Tn, or then. Um, this is Snaps, your favorite daily college football podcast. One of the hottest risers hey, in the like college it. football podcast game. Uh, yes, hit the like button and subscribe wherever you get pods. Rate it and review it. Uh, I'll check if we got any more good reviews to read today. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLab joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order, visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. 
Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, but first, let's look at the Big 12 coach rankings per on threes, Ooh. Jesse Simonton. So unlike um, the list we did yesterday, actually, and by the way, I, I've decided I want to steal this. And I want to do a series of shows where we do a snaps ranking for each Power Five conference. Love that. Uh, right? Thursday. I mean, right? I mean, it's, 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 it is list season. Yeah. We were talking about it this morning. You can always judge what point of the sport calendar year you're in by these sports center top 10. And so, like, right before we went to start the show this morning, 7 a.m., I'm watching top 10, and there's like a diving Fucker. catch from like a men's beer league. And then, and then Trent Ritchie actually said in the chat earlier, the number two catch, I didn't know where it was, uh, but it's from LSU Alexandria. And it's like one of his coworkers said it, but it's like a diving catch from some like, you know, LSU Alexandria, a small school. And then the number one play was a diving catch in Texas versus Texas State. So we are firmly in let's mm-hmm. make a list season of uh, sports media. Oh, yeah. And on three gets it. And so they did. And... Well, I like it. I love it. I, hate I want it. some more of it, which is why we're going to do it. Uh, number one on this list, Chris Kleeman, followed by TCU Sonny Dykes, and then Lance Leipold at three. Um, Leipold feels maybe a bit trumped up here. I mean, he's won at every level, won national championships at yep. smaller levels. Like, he's been great. I kind of want to see him do it a year two at Kansas where I'm going to put him ahead of guys like Gundy and Malzahn and guys that I've seen have good success. But I got no problem with Cleman Dykes. Uh, I, I don't love the list overall because, you know, Steve Sarkeesian's way too low. Um, okay, I, I'd have, we'll I, I, think, I think I'd have Aranda somewhere in the top five. 
I yeah, like eight, eight shockingly I, I, low. Eight's a little, little though. Like, I know what is Matt? What is Matt Campbell? Has Matt Campbell ever even played for a Big Twelve championship? Matt Campbell gets he gets a lot of love for yeah not playing for one. I think Dave Aranda to me should be somewhere in that. Dave top Aranda five. was wait no Dave Aranda won the Big Twelve right? Am I high right now? Am I confused? I know he was there two years ago. I don't know if they won or not. Two I'm saying did they lose there. that game by two inches or win that game by two inches? Remember it was that crazy play at the pylon. I'm just they struggling to remember. He was every night. Yes, that's what I'm saying. They won that game by Dave Aranda won a Big Twelve championship in his second year in the conference, and they got him at number eight here. That's like there's no way he should be behind Matt Campbell. Uh, I don't think he should be behind Kalani Sataki either, um, even though I like Kalani Sataki. Um, So, yeah, okay, so we agree there. Uh, Aranda should be higher. I would put put Lance Lance behind Gundy, Malzahn, Sataki, and Aranda. I would bump Leipold down to to eight, and then I would put Matt Campbell behind him at nine. Yep, 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 yep. So where would you put – where would you put Aranda at? Uh, I, I would put Aranda, let's see, i go Kleeman, Dykes. I'd probably go Gundy, you like Malzahn. Bro, good, look, I think Gundy is falling apart at the seams, right? Like, I think Gundy's done. Uh, I honestly do, right? This offseason yeah. has been I, horrendous. I, I'm, moving, I'm moving Gus up to three, Aranda four, Sataki right after. Okay. Campbell after that, and then I'll start Mike Gundy. Then Leipold, if that makes sense. Yeah, I just um, I think I think Gundy. It, it's weird because right, I think Gundy deserves to be high on this list because he's achieved the level of consistency at Oklahoma State that should have never been achieved. But I also think the end is here. Like I think he's completely done. So um, Gundy, more like Dundee. Yeah, Dundee. Dundee. Mike Dundee, absolutely. Now you're back, bro. You are back. Speaking privileges, completely reinstated. So proud of you, right now. Um, I think Sarkatin is all right. I mean, I'd probably bump him below Satterfield, Holgerson, and Venables. I'd probably, I'd probably have Sarkat thirteen if it was wow. uh, if it was my list. No, you're just bullshitting. No, now. I'm just messing you. I'm messing you. In all seriousness, here are the How coaches do you have I would take Sark over. behind Joey McGuire though. Here, here, what? here are the coaches what? I would take over: Steve Sarkeesian, Kleeman, Dykes, yeah. Leipold, <laughs> Gundy, Malzahn, Sataki, Aranda. I don't think I would take Matt Campbell or Joey McGuire over Sark. So there you go. So Sark would be number nine on – or no, excuse me. Sark would be number, eight, number eight on my list. Yeah, congrats. I'll move him up one spot. I'll move him to nine. I'll, I'll take Matt Campbell before Sark. What? Wait, no, 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 no. You're, no, supposed, no, to no, be no, the big, you're no, no. supposed to be the big Sark no, no, guy. I'm with you. I'm not a big Gundy guy. I'm with you in the sense of like I think Gundy is like – like it's it could be an ugly year for them. So – uh, but Sark hasn't proven either. I'm moving. I'm with you. I'm just moving up Sark too. I'm moving okay. Matt Campbell Look back. And I'm definitely moving McGuire back. Um, I'm also moving Venables back too. I'll put Dana before Venables. Yeah, I'll, I'll put, put Scott Satterfield before. I'll put Venables at at 13. Neil Brown's definitely at 14. There's yeah. No oh, don't worry. That. Don't worry. Venables We're at 13. That motherfucker Neil Brown. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah we are. I agree because, uh, like, literally the only evidence we've seen from Venables is he's not good. Now, he's recruited yeah. well this offseason, I suppose. That's why he's 11 here. But, man, you know what else jumps off this list? What a bad uh, fall for Cincinnati. I mean, if Luke Fickle's yeah. there, what are they, number one? Maybe number two? Like, they're definitely top three. I would and say one. Now, oh, yeah, he's one. They're one. Yeah, he's one. Yeah. 
And instead, now they're sitting down there at 13 as Satterfield took the first plane out of uh, – oh, wait, hold on. Oops, I just accepted a call on my computer. Um, are we good? Can you all hear me? Yeah. Can you all hear me? Okay, cool. Um, yeah, Satterfield 13, so tough for Cincinnati. Uh, I will say this. This just got me excited for the 14-team Big 12. I don't know why. Something about seeing the personalities and the co- – like seeing Gus Malzahn's name. It's going to be so nice to see two name. more names in there too and from the Pac-12, yeah. but that's that's for another discussion, I guess. I know, um, I know. We, can, we it is, again, it is, you're, you're so right. I will the say this. Like, like, yeah, the Pac-12. You, you, UCF and and BYU may not be like super sexy names. Like they're not, they're not Texas. They're not Oklahoma. Like you're not replacing them. But I do think the coaches that you're bringing in with them at least add a little something to it. Well, also, I, I, I call me crazy, but but like USC, UCF, excuse me, UCF. Too many damn using the show. UCF. It is a college football show. It is a guy. Too many using college football. So why are there too many damn using college UCF has a lot of good resources at their disposal. In, yeah, in, in many many ways, if you know what I'm trying to say here. So, uh, you know what doesn't have a U? Georgia football, back to back national champs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's UGA. A, you know, I think that was a joke. Uh, I think that's what he was. Uh, uh, wait, hold on. But wait, 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 wait. No, I don't know what you're getting at. Are you saying UCF has hot girls, and that's yeah, why they should very, be good in the Big very Twelve? Very attractive girls to to help lure to Central Florida. They have Disney, which I know you're a big proponent of. How yeah, many kids sure. would not love to go to Disney? And now True. you're in a in a Power Five conference. You got Disney. You got beautiful women. You got great weather. You got the bounce house. You have a coach who won a national championship. Let's yeah, go, no, Knights. Look, well, well, I and, mean, come and on. Aren't there like aren't there like thirty or forty thousand people there? Yeah, it's like, I think it's the uh, second uh, largest uh, underclass or uh, um, what's the correct terminology? I don't know. Here? What do you call them? What do you call them? Underclassmen, Underground? undergrads, undergrads. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hell I think yeah. It's look, I'm a, like I'm a, I'm a, look, I'm a general studies major. Okay. I know a yeah. little bit about everything. It's kind of my speciality. Major. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Essentially, I guess we we both are in in many ways. Um, okay. Last thing for me on this list. Uh, fuck you, Neil Brown. How the fuck are you going to have four <laughs> new teams join the Big Twelve and you're going to be still ranked dead last? WVU's leadership should be ashamed of themselves to the extension they gave Neil Brown after 2020. I would like to once and again remind you, Coach O got fired two years after winning a national championship and got a $17 million buyout. Neil Brown went 6-4, and four, got an extension, and if you had wanted to fire him last year, which had been two years after, it was a $19 million buyout. And this is school that doesn't have any money. What the fuck are we doing, WVU? Get Neil Brown the hell out of there. I love West Virginia. I want them to lose every game simply so Neil Brown doesn't have a leg to stand on. Get him out, dude. He's ruining the Big 12. Oh, this is what else I was going to say. Um, UCF, they also BYU. don't belong in the Big 12. They, they, they uh, are the most random-ass team to put it. Besides UCF, they're the most random-ass team in the Big 12. Okay, but here's the deal. But here's the deal. This is what I do like about the additions. Like you said, UCF, BYU, they may not be Texas and Oklahoma, but they are Kansas State and Baylor and TCU and Iowa State. And WVU, they the are minor like league. to me. It's the minor league. It's the minor uh, leagues. Yeah, sure. I, I I feel like I feel like minor leagues is a little. I think they're better than that in your traditional major to minor setup. But I get it. What you're getting at, yes, right. They are just a cut below the biggest brands. It's like a little tier well, two this or is, tier one. This situation. is this, 
Well, and this is why I know your boy Hester would love this. This is why you need um, relegation. You can relegate oh, I would from the love Big that. Twelve up to the SEC, and if you if that. you suck in the SEC, we'll send you to the Big Twelve. How awesome I mean, would that, that be every year? No, th- th- that is without a doubt. Now nobody would ever do it because the, God, the monetary so penalties of getting relegated. But that would one thousand your fault. Yeah, be, that be sucks. the best. It's the same thing with professional soccer. And yeah, the, like, no, the, I yeah, agree. The monetary sucks. Yeah. Uh, but to know that, that from a pure entertainment standpoint, that would be the play. But it's just, you know, again, um, like like if soccer, if they created the EPL today, there'd be no way that would ever get approved, right? Like no EPL team or city would ever agree to. I mean, uh, they tried to, to do that. They tried to make the Super League. And, oh, yeah, true. And, and, and they basically like revolt <laughs> England, basically the whole country revolted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, and it's such a fascinating thing because it gives uh, – stakes and um, excitement to these shitty matchups beyond like, I want a good draft pick, but whatever. Sometimes stuff's just too good and we won't ever get it. Does UCF really have 68,000 students? Yeah, it's up there. 66,000. What? Jesus, Florida has 52. South Florida has 49. Florida State has 44. How many people do y'all have in Florida? What do you think LSU's is, Aaron? Take a guess. Underclass? Yeah. Undergrads? Yeah, uh, sure. 25. 37. 30, oh, close from. Damn, not even close Terrible. to the big boys out there in Florida. Uh, we had something else on the docket today. Oh, oh, uh, the who you miss in college football. And um, mm. I'll say, man, I miss Coach O. And, you know, I, it's not necessarily um, from a wins-loss standpoint because make no mistake, like, the future appears supremely bright under Brian Kelly. You won the West in year one. You beat Alabama. You're all of these things to be happy about, right? Um, but I miss that feeling that I had in 2019. Uh, that fairy tale ride where the world was my oyster. Everything was good. The colors were brighter. The the scents and smells stronger and the food tastier. Uh, every day you woke up knowing, knowing uh, you were going to beat the hell out of the team that you played that weekend and you were going to do it while throwing like seven touchdowns. And then you were going to have one of Louisiana's own, um, a literal prodigal son uh, at the head with his beautiful leathery smile, a true Cajun man through and through leading the Tigers to the top. And it – um. I just miss him. Mm. I miss him. And, and also, actually, doing doing this job, I, I kind of talked about this morning, um, Brian Kelly's awful for doing this job because everything's too stable. There's no drama. I need some mm-hmm. scandal. I need something to talk about. And yet, I don't even I – do, I do a morning show in Baton Rouge, and we rarely talk LSU football right now just because there's nothing to really talk about. Like today, I, I just crafted a take of why I think Jaden Daniels will take a bigger step forward than any other quarterback in college football. And it was just like, you know. That's a fucking great take. It's a good take. Yeah, what's, <laughs> going take? what's going on that take? No, no, no. What's it's a take? good take. It's a good take. But I'm saying in the past, I could talk about um, uh, like uh, rumors and, like I said, like player scandals, coaching scandals, anger, losses, frustration. So, do, so, do, so would you be mad if I said I miss Urban Meyer if we want to stay, stay on this whole scandal thing of news? <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> 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 Do I throw that out there too? 
No, look, I think there's a part of me that misses Urban Meyer. Do you know how much fun it was <laughs> to make fun of him for grinding with co-eds in a steak restaurant when he refused to fly home with his own NFL team? Or hearing that he that he kicked a professional kicker in practice like he I mean, was that's, some that's, sort of that's animal? two weeks of news right there. That is two weeks of yeah. you know lots of views on your, your, your takes on that one. So, True. yeah, we miss Urban a little bit, too. I mean, I go Steve Spurrier. Yeah, go. What you got, bro? I miss Vern Lundquist. Oh, me too, man. I miss Vern me so too. much. Especially we get a little bit of him in the Masters. And that's Ugh. like, you know, it's like his like emeritus announcer role. I miss Vern. I miss more I mean, Vern chortling through a two bro girls promo. I miss Vern. <laughs> like, I miss his organic chemistry with Gary. I miss Vern. That's who I miss. I, uh, I agree, a good man. Job. No, no, no. no listen, look, Brad, Brad is great. Brad is Brad great. Is, this is not a Brad Brad. This is not a. Brad does a great job. They do an incredible job. A a crew on CBS doesn't mean yeah. I miss, don't miss Fern. Yeah, do either of you hate different. Gary as much as the world hates Gary? No, no, you know me. I love Gary. I'm a Gary truther. I think I think, great. I think the world hates Gary uh, because he's too good. Like like anytime, ever, like Alabama fans think that he hates Alabama, and all other fans thinks that he hate there. Like if if everyone thinks he hates your team, that means he's doing it right. Like everybody else thinks he's obsessed with Alabama. It's like, sorry, he has to say positive things about them. They win every game. So every game he covers them, 90% of the games he covers them, they're up by 30 points at halftime. Exactly. No, I'm I'm a a Danielson truther. I I, I love Gary D. Where do you fall? Oh, I love Gary D. I think he's awesome. I think he's great. Is it cool working with him? Uh, It is cool working with him, even though I never like technically worked with him, but um, we obviously got a lot of talk. Yeah, it's like co-workers. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, he's super helpful. I mean, he would call me every year and kind of give me some pointers of like, hey, I watched a couple of your games. These are some thoughts. This is what I think you could do better. Like, was really Whoa. nice about that. Yeah, and Brad's awesome. I love Brad. Brad's a really, really good dude. Actually lives not too far from me here in Atlanta. Uh, but yeah, it's an A-plus a crew. Interesting because he played quarterback at Purdue, and he's kind of at the you know the end of his career, and I think he was looking to retire sometime soon if he sticks around a little bit, knowing that he can get to a little big Ten football in his life. So we'll see. We'll see about that one. Uh, what about, um, who do you miss Aaron besides over Meyer? Who I miss Q. I already miss him. I miss the oh. Georgia mascot. I miss the wins, the championships, the seeing him trot around the field, knowing that he's the baddest dog out there. And, and now he gets to go and enjoy life and, you know, not have to worry about leaving, Championship list. So I will miss Q this year. Boom. Hey, how about this? Big about shoes this? to fill. Don't screw I'm, it up, boom. I'm glad that fat piece of shit Q's out of there. Okay, how about that? Uh, Q can lick D's. Get out of here, oh. stupid little dog. I hope his retirement's awful and he has foot and vision Dude. problems, which he probably does because he's an overly inbred bulldog. They are overly inbred. How about the dog that sat I forgot what his name was, but the the the, the Uga that was with me would travel with us in the team plane, would sit in the first seat. You know, I would sit in the second seat, he'd sit in the first seat. And what? they'd feed him like they'd feed him McDonald's before the flight, and he's just <laughs> farting up a storm the entire time. I'm <laughs> sitting behind his little fat ass, and he's just like breathing hard and farting nonstop the entire flight. I'm like, oh. Okay. Oh, I love you, buddy. But wow. please, enough with the McDonald's. Enough. 
Um, okay, never mind. I love this dog all over again. I cannot believe <laughs> that they would let him sit in the front row and just flatulate uh, all throughout the team play. <laughs> I don't think that they can fantastic. control him flatulating, but... Um, all right. Well, uh, that'll do it for today's snaps. We love you. Um, I also miss Spurrier, but that's kind of chalky. Who doesn't miss Spurrier? And Mike Leach. Uh, Shout out. Yeah. Couple yeah. of legends, man. Uh, but that'll do it for today's snaps. Again, uh, rate it, review it wherever you listen to podcasts. Please um, like like this stream. You know, Share this stream with your friends. If you enjoy the show, please just like share with your friends and family, man, because we love growing this thing. We want to continue to grow this thing. We got big plans coming up this football season. So um, uh, thank you to Aaron Murray. Thank you to Paul Farrington, Pat Gunner, Ryan Brumley, Adam Gracia, Danny Cardenas. And uh, thank you to everybody who hangs out with us here every day and helps us do this. We love you so much. And we'll see you tomorrow for a brand new episode of Snaps. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.